We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, we're Daily Show now. This is this is serious, serious business. How you doing? Uh every day, new news, new Warriors drama. Feels like we always know what they're gonna say, but it always comes out and we're always surprised. You know? That's how I'm feeling. Every single day we're gonna do this until until there's some type of resolution with this offseason. I'm ready to go. Let's go. We got we got another ten days, fifteen days of it, honestly, till like the the serious offseason stuff gets going. Um, shout out, by the way, to our guy Sleepy, Sleepy Floyd, L Sleepy, with the uh, the artwork and the thumbnails that we're rocking with these days. Looks pretty good. He's gonna be helping us out a little bit here and there. Oh. Pretty excited about it. I don't know. Hey, what do you guys think? I, I thought the thumbnail was pretty pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, man. Just a picture, just a picture of Draymond with money in his eyes. Because you know why? That man's about to extract some fucking dollars out of the Warriors. That's what you think so. Yeah, you think that's so? I think. We'll get into it. That's what I think. It's gonna be, it's gonna be real funny stuff. Let's start on Draymond then. I was gonna start on Dunleavy, but it doesn't really matter. Uh, we can go, we can go reverse order. So we get, we get a Woj notification today. Uh, it's mm. not different than what we heard a few days ago, but. Draymond plans to opt out, declining player option. We will continue to talk to the Golden State Warriors and explore all options, Paul says. It's expected Green would opt out, and now we can talk with the Warriors, explore sign-in trades, and free agency. The Warriors have been motivated to sign Draymond Green to a new deal. <sighs> I mean, like big picture, not surprised. Draymond's 33. He just played 73 games. I don't know that he'll play 73 games ever. Like if you're going to opt out and try to lock in long-term money, your healthiest season is when you do it. Imagine if you had a year like the year prior where you miss half the year. And, you know, obviously he wants, we've heard, you know, friend of the show, Jason Dumas throughout three years. Some people saying four sounds like he wants a little bit more of a commitment than just next year. I'm, I'm, I'm interested because I don't know how much of an, uh, market there is for Draymond out there. Uh, probably right. It feels like that the Warriors have already given Draymond the offer. It, it's probably 
three years because he wants to match up his years to, to Steph's years. Also, why would you pay Draymond four guaranteed years? He's going to be 37 by the end of that. And look, you're going to have to work for that fourth year. I'll say that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, we talked about Andre in that third year. So maybe Draymond gets that fourth year, however much guaranteed it is. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's about getting $90 million, right? Or 80 or 100 versus just getting 27, which is what he would get when he, when he opts in, right? So it's more about that. Um, I, it only takes one team, right? Doesn't it only take one team out there? He doesn't need a big market. He doesn't need four teams out there. He needs one serious offer. Just That's one awesome. serious offer that he brings back. I think Bob and, uh, and, uh, and Mike and uh, Joe... Uh, and Kirk, I'm Bob's, sure I've already Bob's given. The, I know, I know, but I'm sure he's in in Draymond's ear or in Mike's ear or both. And uh, they've probably already given him three years and seventy million. It feels like they're like, "Hey, this is our offer. Can you go get a hundred or something?" I don't know. Like it, it feels like a standard to get. Feels oh, like that's what's going on right. I think you he's think got much lower less. offer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, here, um, here's but, the thing. Here's the thing. Here's but I think thing. your logic I, I think is correct. Back. Yeah, I think I think it's keys coming back is what it feels like. There's no. Because then wouldn't, wouldn't it be some weird vibe at the presser today if they kind of had a notion that Draymond was going to be gone? That's kind of um, – that's been my overarching theme. Like if you read between the lines, stress – Steph doesn't seem stressed. I almost said stress doesn't seem stressed. Um, uh, the Warriors seem pretty calm about the whole thing. Steve Kerr seems calm about it. And it's just these leaks where it's clear Draymond's trying to see – all right, can I, you know, can I find a team who's going to offer me, I don't know, 10 more, 20 more to see if the Warriors will match it. I don't get the sense that it's anything more than that right now. Now it could change, could totally change. Jason in the chat goes three years, 22 per year, not going any higher. I, I, I don't know that there's a difference between 22 and 25. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I think the f- the number that would freak the Warriors out is if someone goes four years, 35 a year, you know, something crazy like that. And I just, I stop. I, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Like I, I'm tell me who it's going to be, who's going to do that. So I feel like this is uh it really does remind me of the Iguodala negotiation where they, unless someone was going to max him, they were going to match anything. And they just kind of were like, look, man, we're offering you 12, 13, 14 go find more if you can and then he came back and he he got that 16 to 17 number he wanted you know that's kind of how it feels right now um but i want to see how it plays out yeah i bet he gets closer to 30 um jason says 22 i bet he gets i bet he gets like 27 like what he has right now maybe and i'm talking about average salary i'm not talking about like each year whatever who cares average salary 27 28 because because he, let's say he gets an offer for twenty-seven, and the Warriors offered him twenty-four. What are we doing here? Right? Yeah, I, mean, I, I just Steph's I, gonna come in and just kind of like, come on, guys. Let's. Just I can't. I, I I can't see the like. Yeah, exactly. Like you're saying three. Like it's it's got to be someone throwing. You know, Tony in the chat goes. Rockets will give Draymond three years, one hundred fifty. Like it's got to be something stupid like that for the Warriors to uh, be like, okay. Well, we we can't do this, you know, like that sort of thing. Because then, honestly, like they don't have an internal solution to replace him. You know, it's like one of those things where it's, you know, let's haggle. We're going to haggle over, you know, 
two to three million a year is probably where the haggling is right now. Um, and I honestly think Draymond's probably going to get it. You know, he's probably going to find someone who can bid him so. up a little bit. But yeah. it's interesting because, like you, you know, Bill Simmons dropped Dallas. You've seen their name a few times. Dallas doesn't have cap space. If they keep Kyrie, they're going to need to sign and trade. So then, like, okay, what do the Warriors want from Dallas? Nothing. Okay. Um, so you can't have them. You know, like that's kind of like where it comes down to. You don't, you don't want uh, you don't want Bertans. You want Kleba. Josh Green. I do like I do like Max Kleba, but not not for not not at the Draymond level. Like yeah, uh, he, would he have been like the seventh best player on the Warriors last year? Uh, he would have been on the Moses Moody level, and Moses Moody was their seventh best player when when it mattered. He would have he would have supplanted Jamichael Green, hundred percent. I mean different <laughs> different different uh, position, but hundred percent, hundred percent. He's kind of like that Dante type of guy, right? Like athletic, shoot a three a little bit, handle a little bit, that type of stuff. Anyway. Steve, anyway. Steve playing with the five, but <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about Josh Green. You're talking about someone else. Oh okay, yeah, you're yeah. Talking I was talking about Max. Right. I, was, okay. I was like, I was like, right, right, right. Oh man, I don't think I don't think he moves like that. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> me and you are talking about totally different players. Um, but anyway, also both of those guys probably it kind of applies to both of them. They'd both be right there at Moses Moody's right. level. Yeah, correct. Um, yeah, Niners, Niners uh, Warriors in the chat goes Draymond and Wiseman is going to be epic. I mean. Yeah, but I feel like Draymond kind of no one's bringing Draymond in to mentor kids. Sorry, he threw that one out the window and he threw the punch a pool. <laughs> also, is Draymond in that phase of his career that will he even want to do that when he's in that phase of his career? You think Draymond wants to be uh, stuck in Siberia? babysitting, babysitting Killian Hayes and Jaden Ivey and and you know Wiseman? Hey Jim, how you doing again? You know, like now. No, yeah, what do we, uh, no, I doubt he wants to do that. Uh, Jason asked a question here. I think we should get to this. And Warriors fans need to stop thinking about Draymond like his 2015-16 Draymond. What is his actual value now? I'll let you go first. I got to take. Um, Forget dollar the, amount. Just like, what's his basketball value? Yeah, the basketball value for Draymond Green is that they're not winning a championship without him. Construct me a team financially and roster construction-wise that makes sense without Draymond Green. And I can't see it. I can't see it unless you're packaging contracts for a star player that we've never, that that isn't on the market today, right? If you told me that they can get Giannis, cool. If you told me that they can get another guy, cool. But he's your best chance within the next three years to have a functional championship level defense. Who's the best guy that can guard best player in the league, best player in the Western Conference, Nikola Jokic. Probably Draymond Green. Is it going to stop him? Probably not. He didn't last season, or, or I guess you can say it's two seasons ago now. But he's your best bet. And then finally, Steph Curry wants to play with him. And how many? I feel like I say this every other pot. Steph Curry wants to play with him. It's kind of sometimes as easy, as easy as it goes. Maybe Steph's too nice. You can say Steph shouldn't go down with the ship, go down with his guys. But I actually appreciate Steph more for that. So what's your take? I got a few takes. One, I do agree. This is not 2016, maybe 10 best players in the entire NBA, Draymond Green. No one's claiming he's that. 33-year-old Draymond, to me, is a lot like 33-year-old Andre Godala. You know what 33-year-old Andre Godala did? Won an NBA championship. Closed championship games in 2017. Still a very valuable player. 
maybe not one who plays 40 minutes a game anymore. And I was thinking about this. It's like, okay, let's say you let Draymond go and you want, you know, maybe you go spacing and you think Looney can anchor a defense. I don't think Looney's more than a 25 minute per game guy anyway. So that's half your game right there. So let's say, let's say Draymond is at that stage of his career where he's playing 25 ish minutes uh, and Looney's giving you 25 ish minutes and they're each kind of anchoring the lineups they're in. You still need that guy. And then when I think about the money aspect of it, what did Andre Godala get in 2017, 18, when he was um, trying to extort that money from, from my guy, Extort. you know, Joey, uh, he he got 17 a year 17 a year when the cap was 99 million caps 134 this year you know what's the equivalent to 17 million on a 99 million dollar cap 23 so that's what i think his his market value is probably probably about 25 million dollar player in this nba if you think he's like an andre godala where he's a big time winner um not the 40 minute per game force he used to be, but you know, when he's out there for 25 minutes, he's making positive impact. He's anchoring your defense, that sort of thing. That's market rate. Sorry. I know, I know it sounds crazy when you hear the numbers. That's just, it just is what it is. And to your, to your point, it's not like they got a replacement in house. So I think to jump on your, your take with the Andre point and, and kind of maybe he's more a role player now than he is a star player, which he was, which is objectively true. Your best path towards getting a star player, which I have been on my knees begging for, is not with Draymond's contract. His value in a trade doesn't work. Signing trade restricts you so much. The value to getting a star player or a player that's going to give you an upgrade to me is Jordan Poole. Like it's it's not Trayvon Green or or Clay Thompson with that yeah, gigantic see, that's not work for me. So, but I see your point. It, it's not, but but it, it's a gigantic expiring contract, right? Right. You know, um. But to your point, yeah, Draymond's he doesn't make enough money, and he doesn't really have value to rebuilding teams. He has more value to you. It's it's not the piece that like you're not flipping Draymond for a uh, Siakam, right? Like if you're getting a Siakam, it's centered around upside. Yeah. Of someone like Poole, yeah, or um, you know, expiring of Clay, right? Like it's one or the other. You know, we we can take emotion out of it or talk about who you prefer, but the the point is, I think those are the only two players who lead you to uh, if you want to like remake the roster. Because if the Wizards don't want hundred plus hundred twenty three million dollars guaranteed on the books, then they're like Clay, give us Clay. We'll just get rid of them. They, they, one year, they literally right? done. They, they, right. That was the choice they were between. Like, do we want? Yeah. Do we want the upside with Aiton, or do we just want to clear the books? I think they made the right choice, right? Just clear the books. Like, what are we? What are you going to do with Aiton for four years? Just clear the books. Go figure it out. Which is why when you throw the Aiton post, just just throw <laughs> going for thirty and thirty and fifteen every right? game. Right? Like, what are, what are we? Eighteen win team. <laughs> what are we doing here? So they, I think they made the right move, even though the trade was terrible, but. It's the same thing. You you want to upgrade your roster, and the best path forward, like you said, is is to me is cool. To, to you, you see an other option with Clay, and that that's right. Logistically, I'm, it is right. Both of those guys. I want to be careful on this one. I, I I'm not sure. I think uh, Clay or Pool. I'm I'm just saying I'd explore both. I'm 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 less uh, I'm less loyal than you. Sorry. <laughs> this week's Light Years podcast is brought to you by. 
Bird dogs. Bird dogs make you look good. Bird dogs stretch khaki shorts are designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. Bird dog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit way better than regular shorts that are made of a stiff, restricting cotton. Bird dogs fix this issue by inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you can get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. I just got some pairs and let me tell you, little skeptical, tried them on a hundred times better than I could have ever imagined. Just the like, I will be wearing nothing else all summer. Unbelievable. Sam is Fendiari, Bird Dogs. So, where can you get it? Go to birddogs.com slash pool and enter promo code pool, P O O L, for a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash pool, P O O L, for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. Well, we kind of buried the lead. We got a press conference for Dunleavy getting presented today. I, I guess I want to start here with you. Uh, what was your overall impression of that whole? That's the first time I've heard Mike Dunleavy speak publicly as a Warriors like executive. I, I, I realized when he was talking, he's like, I don't, the last time I heard him speak, he was in like a Bucks jersey doing a sideline interview. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't speak public. He didn't. And why would he? He's not the GM, you know, he's not the owner. But the first time we've heard him kind of sit up there and be like, hi, yes, I'm the GM. Yeah. Um, I don't know what to expect, honestly. I don't know what he was going to sound like. Uh, to your point, I don't even remember what he sounded like when he was in a Warriors. I don't, I don't even know. Um, dude, the he biggest had, thing that came in the boy voice. <laughs> he, he did. He did. Um, so the thing that really popped out to me, and I, I guess we just talked about it, but it really, really popped out to me was, if Draymond had essentially told them that, hey, I'm gone, or at least made some type of trouble to say, hey, I'm out of here, I'm actually mm-hmm. looking at offers, I don't think Mike Dunleavy and Joe Lacob sit there like that, chuckling and smiling and look right. that relaxed. Now, maybe that's who they are. <clears throat> Bob Myers always looked kind of stressed out, so you can never really get a read on him. Um, but just looking at those two dudes, they look too, they look too chill up there for me to think that they're working on anything. Uh, they're worried about anything with Draymond. So that's what it feels like. I feel like the Draymond deal is done. They'll probably announce it It'll in the, in the next week or two or whatever, but it feels like that deal is done. That's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, I mean, that's that's one way. I think the thing that stuck, a few things stood out to me. Um, I agree with you. It did feel like they feel very in control uh, of the Draymond negotiation. Like, I don't, I just, we're going to get a, put this uh, put this on the record right now. Saturday, we're going to get a Woj tweet that some team has offered a bunch of money to Draymond. Just wait for it. You know, like something like that, something to make people get a little stressed. Uh, it seems like they're pretty on top of it. And it, it just, it feels that way to me. Um, the other thing I noticed was like, Lacob does not seem over the Bob Myers thing at all. Very, very aggressive and passive aggressive and all the tones with that. Um, where he's just kind of, what did he say? He said kind of like, you know, let's, you guys forget Bob was just an assistant GM. We picked up from an agency and now you're acting like he's the biggest deal on earth. You know, um, I think he, yeah. He's, and, uh, he also made another remark about how like Bob didn't give them much time, which to me 
was kind of like he was a little surprised Bob waited until Memorial Day to resign. He's just like, if you're going to drag it out like this, I assume you're just going to come back. I would have thought that if you were going to walk away, you would have been a little more professional and told us a few months ago. Oh, but anyway, brother. we can, we, oh, we can, eh, I kind of agree with Joey. Not going to lie. But, oh, uh, God. but anyway, you want to slice it. it. What matters is he seemed a little sl- salty. So, yes, he did. Yes, he did. Um, that stuck out to me. There was some, uh, there was some Trumpy vibes with the, with the, the bombastic nature looked like he wanted to, you know, he's, he's looking to verbally spar with friend of the show, TK. I don't know. He, he uh, <laughs> Mike's got his work come out for him because that dude, that dude is a commanding presence. Like any, any time the microphone's in front of him, he's the star of the show. You know what I'm saying? I guess now that you say that, and I said it when the presser happened the first time, it's pretty obvious Bob quit because of Joe. I, I think everybody knows it. I think nobody's saying it because it's kind of a, you can't really report on that. There's no real fact to that. Bob's never going to say that. But I mean, he quit because of Joe. I mean, he's burnt out. He doesn't want to deal with anymore. Look at him. Just like, that's how Joe is in public. Can you imagine dealing with him in private? Like, I'm not saying that Joe Lacob's a shitty owner or a bad person. Like, None of that seems true. He seems like a good dude. Seems like a, I mean, he's been a great owner, but can you imagine working for the guy? Can you imagine? It seems terrible, but Hey, you know, uh, the Warriors have been successful and Mike Dunley sees this as a great chance to, it is, I mean, like, it is. like how many better jobs are there? I mean, and in and, and this type of <laughs> off season, it's not like this type of off season to me. Uh, the Warriors are going to stand pat. Like he has the flexibility, you would imagine Mike Dunleavy does to kind of just do things that I think that the Warriors kind of haven't done. They could look at flipping guys. They could move out of the first round. They could move up in the first. They could trade Kamingo. We've talked about all those things. All those things that I feel like we've talked about that, you know, when you look at 2020, maybe Mike Dunleavy trades the second pick and moves down and picks Halliburton, right? Because Wiseman just doesn't know how to play basketball. If you told me that the Warriors went back in time 2020 right now with their brain trust, they would never draft Wiseman with what they know now. No, 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 not, not, not like not, not in hindsight, but I'm saying like understanding that they don't want a guy that's super raw. They would not draft Wiseman is is what I'm trying to say. They would never do that. That was such a VC. Like, why can't we do all things at once? Well, because that's not how life works, buddy. <laughs> but it, it's, uh, it's, it's just yeah. understanding now, like, hey, maybe we should care more about basketball IQ. Maybe we should care more that Wiseman can't catch a ball or know how to play defense. Like, those things probably matter. With that, with that, I, like, with if them knowing that, if you were to go back in time, yeah, they they probably, I mean, shit, they probably pick. Uh, Onyeka Okongwu over him, you know what I mean? Like, and, and it would have been a better pick. So it would have. This week's Light Years podcast brought to you by Game Time. Last month, Sam, I was in New York and I wanted to catch my first ever Yankee Stadium game. Went to it last second. The app that I used to buy the tickets was Game Time because buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music, comedy, and theater near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you will have. Forget planning months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, all the above. The Game Time guarantee means you will always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or row for less, Game Time will actually credit you 110% of the difference. 
Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use Lightyears, L Y G H T Y E R S, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Create an account and redeem code Lightyears for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. That actually tees up. So there's really only one question. Um, that I thought actually discussed basketball. Everything else was just like trying to feel out Mike and, you know, Joey doing his thing and that sort of thing. But I'm going to play it right now. A uh, friend of the show, Jason Dumas, asked it. So I want to give him credit. I thought this was an interesting. Hey, Mike, Jason Dumas, Crown Four Sports. Congratulations, first off. Um, when you're evaluating talent and looking to bring guys in, whether it's free agency or the draft, what skills do you specifically prioritize? Well, I think first and foremost, you got to distinguish between acquiring talent and building a team. And so for us, the team thing is huge. How do these players work, interact together? Uh, beyond that, as far as individual skill sets, place a premium on being able to play both ways, you know, defend your position and on the offensive end to be able to bring something to the table. High premium on shooting in this day and age with the way the league's going, shooting is important. And so, from, you know, from there, those are, those are kind of the main things. And you, you work your way down with other skill sets. And character is a big part of it. Um, but again, emphasizing what works for our team and, and and that may not work you know for other teams it's different but knowing what our coaching staff likes and what's worked here is is an important part of the evaluation i mean does that not sound like word for word what you wanted to hear after what we saw last year the real quote that hits me there is knowing what our coaching staff likes yeah knowing what our coaching staff likes Ooh. I honestly can't tell if that's a good or bad thing, actually. Now, he named a perfect player, right? It's just a perfect two-way defense, shooting, all the blah, blah, blah. I, mean, I, want, I want a cool. two-way guy who has IQ cool. and can shoot the ball. Cool, right? Don't, <laughs> right, don't we all? Um, I also yeah. want, uh, I I mean, also want no, Egan Murray, right? But No you know. no one's ever gone up there and said, I'm looking for the dumbest fucking player I can find. <laughs> so, like, you know what I mean? But... Uh, <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's interesting that he said knowing what our coach is like. I just I just yeah. I think yeah. Uh, to me, him saying shooting and versatility unprompted also stuck out to me a little bit. Like uh, I don't know that he's going to be a guy who's enamored by athleticism, but it's like, but can he shoot the ball? Can he pass the ball? Like he do anything? He sounds more like a guy who's um. You mentioned Keegan Murray, and so not stuck in my mind. Like people didn't think Keegan was athletic enough for that. And it's like you watch him, you're like, the dude can shoot from every spot on the floor and he he reads the game fast and he's got size. What what more do you want? Right. Like it seems like he's someone who would value a Tyrese Halliburton over a Russell Westbrook or something like that. You know, that's the way it comes across to me. Now we'll see. We'll see what this moves going forward. But it does it does seem he he's very interested in like skill and versatility, like actual ball skill. Yeah. It would be interesting. Like it, it does make the draft a lot more interesting. Now I know I still don't, I still hope they don't use the pick, but uh, if they do, that's a, it's the right spot to draft that type of guy. Anyway, you're not, I don't know. Like you can't draft a Wiseman and Kaminga at 19 anyway. So, so he might have no choice, but to draft a guy that, knows how to play basketball. They just might not be able to play basketball at the NBA level because they're too small and too slow, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, and it's 19. Draft, it's like, a hard. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Beyond just the 19th pick. Beyond just that. I mean, maybe 
maybe he's the type of guy who would take a Kristaps Porzingis because you don't find guys who are seven two who have that kind of shooting touch, you know? Uh, and maybe Bob wouldn't. Bob's more of a, like, I want defense first. I want physicality. I want that sort of thing, you know? Like, those are the type of things I'm a little curious about. I don't know. Well, it's Kristaps yeah. Porzingis week on light years as I run those. We so, got some other names out there now, dude. We got some other names out there, but Kristaps oh, is on the mind. I did see you sent me it. Miles Turner back in the trade talks. It's our guy. I mean, we haven't committed as many hours to Miles Turner talk as Bradley Beal, but he's, he's got to be in the top top five, maybe top ten, uh, top, top five for three, sure. Top three, I think top three, Miles Turner. Beal number one, I think Miles Turner is up there for sure. Levine, Levine's in the mix. Um, uh, I mean, Aaron Gordon was in the mix for a little bit. I mean, we never talked about a week. We, were, we were right. We were right on that one. Yeah, we were. That one did it's work. Pretty, it's pretty funny. We were, we were joking about, like, should they trade Wiggins to get Aaron Gordon? And it's like, I don't know that it's an L for us, but it's also, it's just like, history will show, like, what's the point? You know? <laughs> I mean, it was a win-win. I mean, they're kind of, they're yeah. not the same player, but it's about as close to the same impact as you could get with uh, mm-hmm. with, with those two guys. Um, I'd be similar, in Turner, similar career arc. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really is, and I think Jonathan Kaminga is going to have. If if Kaminga was started out on a bad team, I think it would have been the same career arc. By the way, exact same thing, exact same thing. Now I don't. Now I don't know. We'll we'll see. He's kind of got the short end of the stick in his career so far, but I think Kaminga is like literally the same as Wiggins and Gordon. Just we <laughs> same thing. Yeah, we got a couple questions to get to here real right. quick. Our guy Awesome asks, "How do you feel about this team if Pool stays or goes?" You and people don't like my pool negativity. You got to take this one. Well, I, I feel like you've been very clear with how you feel about Jordan Pool. So I've been more living in the, you know, kind of zigging and zagging. You know, some days I'm pro, some days I'm negative. Um, by the way, uh, um, I don't know. I got to see how the whole thing plays out. I It did occur to me today, like there's a very realistic possibility. They don't do anything. They get a couple better veteran minimums and they're still fine. I'm not going to feel good about that in July. Like it's going to feel like all that talking for you to go out there and get, you know, Utah and, uh, and Patty Mills, you know, good pickups. They would be, but you you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you're not, you're not trading anyone. You're just running the core back with better vet men's, you know, I don't think people would be thrilled on July 5th if that's the outcome. That would be extremely disappointing. Um, yeah. Extremely disappointing. Uh, now cool. I was, I'm, yeah. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 50 chance. That's reality, though. I you can you can fuck off in my in my best <laughs> Logan Roy voice. You can fuck off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I said that after I said that in 2021. We were sitting here and we were annoyed that they only got a couple yeah. vet men. So and that worked out. Um, they're obviously smarter than we are. Um, but they are banking on, if that is the case, they're banking on Pool being better, Kaminga being better, and Moody being better. So it's pro- probably tr- true since those yeah. guys probably should get better. But yeah. anyway, we got some more questions. Lucky Trace asks, is PBJ ready? Maybe he could be great. <laughs> Shit, maybe. I'm a, I'm excited to see a little PBJ at Summer League. Um, he didn't play last Summer League. I'll say this. I liked what I saw from him in the spot minutes year one, but there's a big difference between that and being a 15 minute per game guy every night for a Steve Kerr team. Hopeful. I still feel like 
you probably want a veteran in front of him and he's still more of kind of a spot guy this year, but we'll see. Yeah. He's too, too young, maybe too small. Like you can't bet on that. Any of that kind of changing that quick. Um, but they drafted him because his ankle, he fell because his ankle was messed up. So maybe they get him healthy, but out of the four young guys, um, you'd probably say he's what the second best, most equipped to play in a curse system. Moody one, PBJ two. Uh, I would say. I mean, I mean six. He's Kuminga three. At this, at this point, he's six eleven. He's huge. He can really like shoot Kuminga. it, and he's smart. You know, those are good things. But he also is slow. Probably needs to find a weight room. You know, like eat some food. Maybe yes. Let's get him. Let's get him some. Uh, let's get him some Pacific catch. Yeah. Um, you know. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it, I think he's interesting, but like, it's, I'm, I'm done projecting minutes for guys. I don't think Steve will play as much as I want him to. So yeah, he does I've, fit. He does fit. Skill set does fit. Steve broke my will. Right. <laughs> Zuby asked, Draymond is a role player. Two postseasons in a row. Important that whatever deal is tradable if the dubs move in the future. I would say the contract that he's going to sign there's going to be no moving on in the future it's going to be at the end of the contract we're done type of scenario cuz Steph is three more Draymond's going to sign for three more right that that's literally it's been what's reported um there's going to be no like where where is the let's move on trade within those 3 years it's let's win more cha- let's win one more championship in those 3 years and we're going to go down with the ship. That's it. There's going to be no let's trade this guy. It's not happening. Yeah. I mean, you don't <laughs> want to. You, I don't really care about saving Joey money. Um, it's more about like if it limits your ability to add other players on the roster. But I'm not really concerned. Like, sorry. I just don't think there's going to be a team who's going to offer Draymond a number that's like too toxic. You know what I'm saying? So. Let's get to this one. Uh, James, Turner and McConnell for Poole and Kaminga. Works money-wise. Also, Daniel Tice, Buddy Heald for Poole and Kaminga if you want to keep more picks. Can we get can we get, can we get Nemhart thrown in there? You give me Nemhart and Miles Turner. You got the number one Warriors killer. As far as I'm concerned, that dude's an all-star. <laughs> uh, and then Miles Turner is just a good player. One who can hit an open shot and who can play around stat. Like I would do Poole and Kuminga for Turner and Nemhart. You would. I don't I don't think you it's would. an over I don't think it's an overpay. I think you're getting too I don't know. Do, would you not do it? I would do it. I mean, you're adding a front court player who can really shoot the ball, who can play next to Draymond, and then you're getting a backup point guard. It's um, not the sexy, it's not the sexiest trade, but like it's not a sexy trade. I <laughs> The Nemhard stuff is, you know, I like the Nemhard type of players, but you're essentially moving both guys for, like, I, Przingis to me has a lot more upside than a Miles Turner, even though Miles Turner is a much better defender. Um, Ooh, okay. But Miles Turner offensively, I think, is touch and go. I mean, it, can he shoot? Can he finish? What type of score is he? Type of guy, can he play in Steve's offense? I think Porzingis' offense is, is so much better as a fit. I mean, he's just a much better score. Maybe defensively, you'll figure something out more upside. Um, contracts are different. Obviously, Miles Turner's on a little bit of a better contract. Do you just get Porzingis for one year because he's 
right? Because he's only got one year left. Plays himself out, yeah. Right, right. So there's a bunch of stuff there. Wow. After all that pool stuff I've been talking, I actually don't know if I would do this trick. I don't know. I don't know why Indiana would do it. Feels like Indiana wants to win. So maybe I'll bail maybe I'll bail myself out, Sam. Maybe I'll just say Indiana wouldn't do it because they, they won't win. <laughs> right. Maybe that. But I do I do agree with you, even though Miles Turner is a better defender than Perzingis will probably ever be, just all around. I would rather have someone like Porzingis because I just I think the skill difference on offense is significant as well mm-hmm. um that's interesting that one might actually i could see why indiana would do that if they were in a rebuild you know you, you get yourself a wing you get a score to go with terry's halliburton yeah. um could could potentially work i don't know getting pretty close <laughs> um uh, by the I way love, I, I love how we land with um me making a pool trade where you're like i can't do that I can't do that. <laughs> I don't. I just, I, I just, I've just been talking. I guess I, I can't put the money where my mouth is. You know, like I can't do it. Uh, Al says thoughts on pool and picks for Lowry. I feel pretty confident Utah's not trading Lowry. They got him a cheap deal and a rebuild. So would I do it? Yes, Lowry's really, really good, but I don't think that offer exists. So yeah, they stole him. So they're they're gonna they're gonna keep him. Um, and he kind of broke out for them. He's like the start of their rebuild. Is it, I don't know. Why would you trade him, right? So, I mean, for another Jordan Clarkson, yeah, pass. <laughs> Dude, Do we have any more questions? I got one more, by the way. I got one more take for you. For let's, more. let's hear a take and let's get out of here. Yeah, from our buddy Woj, who just tweeted a five-minute video. Just who, who's, who's watching there? Um, but he says, I think these sides are destined to reunite about Draymond Green and the Warriors. So I don't think he's necessarily saying the deal is done. But when somebody like Woj reports that he thinks that they're going to get a deal done, it's not without, <laughs> it's not it's without just, many people telling them. You know what I mean, right? It's not without many people telling them. I'm just... That are, that are, I'm just waiting for the first person to tell me they think Draymond's like going to Phoenix, like for sure, you know, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like everyone has the same tone on this. And today, Monday, June 19th, 8.37 p.m. Don't know why I'm doing dramatic pauses like I'm Stephen A. I think Draymond Green is back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. We'll end it here. Appreciate everyone.